1: I will call upon you to do a
0: service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, I'm Gronny McGuire, and this is Chantelle Feduchin pate Hello. Take our hand and stroll down Memory Lane with us as we remember the
2: the way way they they were. Hi, Chantelle. Hi, Grania. How are you, darling? I'm good. Happy birthday! Oh, thank you. That's very kind. By the time this comes out, it'll be it'll be a distant memory of mine. But um, I do appreciate that. Thank you very much. I lucked out with the weather. And with all my lovely presents, I know I have a few of my friends who gave me lovely presents listening. Thank you very much to everyone. Love them all. I've got a little surprise you a little <gasps> present from the podcast. Oh, sure. Would you up. like to hear
1: two uh, oh, listener yeah. emails?
2: Oh, uh, okay. No, this I'm is really, I'm this really scared. I was so excited. I was leaving this have, We have listener emails?
1: We have two listener emails. From, oh, my God. From listeners of the pod. I was going to say fans. So I thought well, that's a bit arrogant. They listen to us.
2: Are they, are they? Is it like not Granya at gmail.com and not Shunsouji? Those the real ones.
1: Emails. Okay. So there's two. The first is from Liz. Thank you so much for emailing in, Liz. She says, "Really enjoying the podcast. Thought the above couple would be an interesting
2: topic. Keep up the good work and the good laughs. They are expecting a Russell Brand and Katy Perry. Oh." liz you are speaking to my heart couldn't agree with you more i've died to do wrestle and katie very oh, oh please fireworks. any future guests that come on hint hint hint, hint and it will uh katie would love to do that
1: uh, second one from kathleen and she's from princeton new jersey oh my At- god what's her name kathleen kathleen She's oh my god jersey. it's so exciting and <laughs> so, so, um, so she says dear chantelle Grogan, i'm enjoying your podcast but i have to admit that i'm not familiar with some of the couples you cover which oh, makes sense I that mean, does make
2: sense if you're from princeton new jersey you don't probably know who you're not going to know this week's couple for instance probably let's be honest i mean but this will be an education for you and you know you
1: don't you might not know the couples but you know the story Do you know what I mean? That's right. Love is universal, Kathleen. Love is universal. No matter that she continues, I see this as an opportunity to learn about some interesting people in an entertaining way. I love this gal. I love this woman. And she also has a couple suggestion. I'd like to suggest a couple who will be familiar with all fans of classic cinema, and she has suggested an absolute
2: banger. This would be a couple I would love. Vivian Lee and Laurence Olivier. That is a that is a very grogna you are after Granya's heart there. Oh. That is a very granya couple. She I'm sure they're i I'm sure they are coming. Oh. I'm sure they're coming. I just think it's so adorable. And just thank you so much. Thank you uh, so to, much. To please write in, Liz. everyone. That is that is the best birthday present I could have asked for, is a message from Kathleen and Liz. Hi to both of you. If you have any more suggestions, please do write them in. And anyone else listening, actually, we should be saying this more, actually, growing to anyone listening. Um, if you like this podcast, you should be doing what? What do podcasts tell the listeners to do? rate and review us rate, rate and, and review reviews. us <laughs> doesn't take long guys just rate and review us we could you it helps us out helps you out mainly helps us out but you know you like us so do it rate review us send some emails stay in touch and tell them what how great we are and especially maybe if you know Chantal or you wish her well and you haven't got a birthday present
1: just saying it would be option. a good
2: time I think I think you're allowed at least two week grace period
1: so <laughs> for real our, so the the podcast you're about to hear, the episode
2: you're about to hear, it is what we have called, in the, the way they were, uh, gang, the cursed episode. It's the cursed episode. This episode has been cursed. Our lovely guest, she was ill. We had to postpone. Then
1: it was a two-parter because the first part... If you think the internet is a bit weird or I sound a bit odd, it's because I'm in a travel lodge. So it's
2: travel lodge Wi-Fi. She was in a travel lodge in Wales. <laughs> I was in a travel it lodge. It was really, it wasn't great, guys. <laughs> you just, if you've got a misconception about Lammers,
1: or lives are travel lodge in Wales. She was in a
2: travel lodge in <laughs> Wales. But you know, that's her dedication to the podcast that she tried to record anyways. and she re- We recorded some of it and then the travel lodge internet... Let's blame that Shelby Grinding. And the travel edge internet <laughs> collapsed. <laughs> collapsed on a fainting couch, and it was. And then the third time we tried, I got into a fender bender. On I got into a car crash, so I was recording it, but I, I my tear-strewn face as I was worried about being able to pay rent and pay for this fender bender. But I also have loyalty to the podcast and powered through anyways. And I think third time lucky. Is that right? Nothing else happened, did it? I think third time lucky.
1: Listen, love ain't easy. That's love right. ain't easy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and podcasts about broken love is even harder. Even harder.
2: Uh, so but, apologies, but you'll enjoy it. I think.
1: Oh, and our guest, an absolute angel delight. She's an mm. angel delight. Both of us developed huge crushes on her over Big the time. course. Was it the trauma bonding? We don't know. Yeah. But... <laughs> She is a podcaster, presenter and lifestyle culture columnist at the Metro. It is the absolutely incredible Jackie Adadeji. The, the
2: way, way they were.
1: So Jackie, thank you so much for doing our podcast. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. So obviously Ch- Chantelle doesn't know our couple yet. So mm-hmm. what we'd like to do is provide her with a few clues. Okay. Of who they might be. Okay. So, So, uh, first clue, Chantal, this couple found love in the beautiful year of 2001. Okay, okay. That's right, 2001, famous for Tony Blair's Labour government getting re-elected, everyone arguing over who gets to mime to the Christina Aguilera bit of Lady Marmalade. (laughs) But obviously, it's famous for one of the biggest catastrophes in modern history, the lack of appreciation for Mariah Carey's movie,
2: Glitter. Very well done. Very well done. Very true. I'm so glad you said that, not the other thing. Well done.
1: (laughs) But what else was
2: happening in that year? Well, two young dreamers
1: briefly found love. They were like honey to a bee before they made a big dog's breakfast. I've got it
2: already. I've got it already. It's uh, it's Billy and Chris Evans. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Evans. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, honey <laughs> to the bee. That's yeah. That was that was a, Your clues <laughs> are getting really good, growing. Your clues <laughs> are getting really, really good. What a great couple, Jackie. Yeah. Thank you so much for this iconic 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 and oft forgotten as well yes oh well done i was just actually just today doing a story at my other job Mm -hmm. about um he and his previous wife carol McGiffin. Mm. so i'm sure that'll come up as well so it's just ironic that we have them on this is so exciting i love this okay (laughs) let's go dig in dig in let's do it
1: so Jackie, Billy and Chris Evans. What Mm -hmm. is it for people who weren't lucky enough to be around when this couple were in their pomp? How would you describe Billy, Piper and Chris Evans?
0: It was like chaos, right? (laughs) It was chaos because like this was Billy Piper because we want to Billy Piper, right? Mm -hmm. Cue teenage she was she was essentially our britney right yeah just not as globally known and then (laughs) she married chris evans you know who was what 17 years her senior you know massive tv presenter with his massive show tfi friday it was like hold on a minute what is going on here
2: it was so unexpected completely but I remember, at the same and also, time it worked i think it's hard to like understand now because they're both kind of like out of the limelight it's hard yeah. to understand quite how famous chris evans was yeah in like the 90s and quite how famous she was as well because now they're both kind of off the radar in many yeah. ways yeah but at the time it was so like, shocking it was chaos it was like it was so quick yeah, like, I can't... I mean, Graino, you'll walk us through. But I've forgotten, like, how... I swear it was like, oh, my God, they're dating. Oh, my God, they're married. It was yeah. just bonkers.
0: Yeah. Tied the knot in Vegas.
2: Yeah, it was such a vibe as well. Her sarongs and her, him, her wearing his shirts and no makeup and the relentlessly bad hair she had all the time. And Honestly, Courtney
0: Kardashian and Travis could never. I could mean.
2: never. Could never. She always looked like she'd slept in till noon <laughs> right? and up till 5 a.m. smoking and drinking wine with him. And... <laughs> It just seemed, it was just a wild, wild time. They were such a bonkers couple.
0: Yeah, and there's something about, because I suppose we now live in this age where, like, you've got, like, hashtag couple goals and people looking really, like you know, ready-made. The almost scruffiness of them yeah. both was kind of goals because it's yeah. like just the way like, you know, that iconic picture of her holding the Bacardi Breeze of um course. and uh him having the pine and like they both look like they're at a festival, they like they haven't slept in days. I wish they
2: probably
0: hadn't. <laughs> yeah, like doing things, you know, very naughty things. It's like this is this is like relationship sometimes when you're with your man you're not always looking cute you're not always in mayfair exactly sometimes the hair is
2: a bit scruffy and it wasn't an act. It wasn't like, we're going to look like we never... It's like, that was just... They were just living that life. I don't think it was yeah. fake. They weren't no. like pretending to be up till 5am drinking. They were up till 5am drinking. It was... Right. That's, what, that's how they... spent. That's how they, That's why they were so happy all the time. Oh my gosh. They smiling. Yeah. And
0: she talked about like, being married to him was like being, you know, in uni, basically. Drinking, you know, having fun, going out. And, you know, that was... Yeah that was her. She, she obviously never went to to uni but she had uni with 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 Chris Evans you know she went to the University of Chris Evans. The University <laughs> of I mean Christmas. kind of fun
1: no tuition fees so I mean the way <laughs> the British educational system is going we are like 10 years away from UCL being renamed the University of Chris Evans yeah, so right might as well be.
2: Very, well, very good point. So, so before we
1: dive in deeper, I know what you're all thinking. But what about their star signs? Good question. So Billy Piper is a Virgo. Chris Evans is an Aries. So what do you think, according to the, the stars above, their compatibility rating is? Jackie, what do you think? I'm going to say 80. 80.
2: Okay. Chantelle? Mm. Chantelle? The star ratings tend to be kind of correct these days, I've noticed, and um, mm. even though I still insist it's bullshit. But <laughs> being that these guys, didn't, <laughs> they, they seem to burn bright but short, uh, I'm going to say like 35%.
1: So according to the literal heavens themselves, they say it's hard to say if Aries and Virgo would present the clumsiest or simply the worst match. There is nothing more asexual for Aries, that's Chris, than a person Mm -hmm. without an obvious sexual identity to express their sexuality or feel sexual at all. Virgo, that's Billy, needs patience, verbal stimulation and a lot of foreplay. This is where Aries... Risk comes in as a brute with no manners or tact whatsoever to sweep them off their feet with a passionate nature that looks superficial and completely unattractive. The real question is how did these two get attracted to each other in the first place? Oh, wow. 10%. I mean, that's what the
2: tabloids were asking. Wow. How, how, what, what percentage? What percentage? 10.
0: I was not expecting God. that.
2: I mean, the tabloids were right when they said it was unexpected and a bad match they knew the stars knew this and the newspaper the stars the (laughs) the sun knew and the newspaper the
1: sun knew So, a little bit about Chris's background. So, Chris, he came from a sort of quite a a sort of normal working class background, but the big key event in his life was when his dad died when he was thirteen. So, he describes his father's death as the shotgun that started the race, saying, "I was hell bent on making a success of myself." So, he started doing various part-time jobs, left school, and worked as a private detective and tarzanogram.
2: It's just a, not a nice visual, right? <laughs> so, if you, you think were... he kept his outfit, and that's what—that's that, that, what—that was the clincher for Billy.
1: <laughs> so, if you were organizing a Hindu in the early nineties, when well, no, this would be the eighties, I guess. You could have had Chris Evans arriving, swinging on a that's vine, what? and he <laughs> says that he was a workaholic and had three jobs before getting full-time work as a radio producer. So he had his first big relationship with a woman he was engaged to, Alison Ward, and he had a daughter with her when he was 21. But the first big romance that I think is an insight into what it's like to be in a relationship with Chris Evans was with everybody's favourite loose woman, Carol McGiffin. They ended up getting married. The experience turned her, she says in her own words, into a crazy dependent idiotic human being. We wow. There, she describes meeting him for the first time. He came into the office all legs and bright orange hair but it was the oh so confident swagger that got my attention. Wow. So
2: they said all legs oh. as well. not how I would think he would describe Chris Evans. <laughs> all legs. He <laughs> <was> like 5'11". <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> how short is Carol? <laughs> so they ended
1: up working on the same company in London and snogged on a boozy press trip to Dunkirk then they finally sealed the deal after a drunken night out in London so she described Sorry. the fateful evening like this Chris made me laugh until I literally couldn't get my breath we were quite quite drunk and later when Chris and I went back to his house we had sex for the first time after that we became embroiled in, in a relationship of sorts I was 30 he was 24 we did almost everything together and laughed so much so I think it's interesting, his first big relationship is with somebody older and much more established in the career
2: that he's yeah. so obsessed with. And at 24, that six year age gap is like a big deal. That's not like 40 and 46, you know, 24 and 30 is like immaturity wise, particularly if the woman's the older one is quite a huge gap there. Yeah. You know? And this is Carol talking about... <laughs> Things
1: getting serious with Chris. Marriage. He'd suggested it twice before, but I'd said no because I thought he was either doing it just to wind somebody else up or to see if he could get me to say yes. This time, against my better judgment, I said yes.
2: So Carol and Chris were together for how long? I think it was a few games?
1: years. It was a few years.
2: Okay. And she still, even after a few years, she thought, Oh, this is a wind up. This is not serious. <laughs> He's just a bit pissed all the time. He's doing it to like as a as, as a, a joke. joke
1: he's negging me when he asked me to get married he's negging, negging. Down, the, down the aisle this is so depressing so Chris insisted the wedding had to be on an exact date September the 17th and second that it had to be top secret so Carol probably against her better judgment goes uh
2: okay you know I mean that wh- does sound like a wind up <laughs> in her defense that does sound like something's gonna happen it sounds like a prank <laughs>
1: basically the reason why he he picked the specific date was because he was using it as the launch party for his new show tv mayhem
2: oh my god so did he announce it at the reception well maybe she looked around and was like why is there
1: loads of like posters for your new tv show at my wedding reception
2: (laughs) right Why not to marry a comedian? Jesus, they'll, fl- they'll be flyering at the reception. <laughs> <That is so laughs> tragic.
1: They had a rocky relationship, right? It started off not great. And this, she had the worst timing because basically their wedding and their marriage coincided with Chris's career really taking off so she started off she was like the successful one and then he's sort of like you know coming up behind her coming up behind mm-hmm. her and then it's all popping off you know he's got the big breakfast which was like it just changed television it really did yeah. it was it was added such a huge impact and you know they're together during that time so he was always like he was very competitive anyway. And she claimed he pulled a disappearing act when Don't Forget Your Toothbrush got
2: commissioned,
1: apparently telling her that he didn't want me to piggyback on his fame.
2: Wow! Oh my God, this guy. So the ego is coming. Well, he's, like, he's basically in his mid-twenties and having money thrown at him, being told by everyone he's the funniest guy in England, basically. Yeah. So yeah, how do you
1: think she dang. found out that they were getting divorced? How do you think she found out?
2: He announced it on his TV show.
1: Oh, God. She, she heard it on his radio show.
2: Did he just announced it? She said, one day,
1: I suddenly heard him say, R.I.P. the marriage. He wow. just announced on air that our marriage was over without even having the decency to talk to me first.
0: So bad.
2: Oh, my God. Poor Carol. I mean... Fucking hell. Jackie, have you ever... Because
1: I think part of it is they worked in the same industry. You know, they both were TV presenters, producers. Have you ever, like, been in a relationship with somebody in the same industry as you? Or how do you... How do you think that works out? Is it ever good? So,
0: I've never dated someone in the same industry as me. But I did have an office fling when I was a receptionist. Oh, here we go. Something's got juicy. With an editor who worked downstairs... Which was kind of fun, but also, like, now I look back and I'm like... Like, he must have been 40-something, and I was, like, 22. Oh,
1: wow. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, it was kind of fun, but, it, but again, it was obviously, like, I was young. And, you know, it's like, you get a job in the city, and it's like... you Then you, having, like, an office romance is, like, the next best thing.
2: Yeah, it's, like, really
0: exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so... But, no, yeah, that's the only time, really. I've actually... To be honest, I've steered away from people who work in my industry because I want to have something else to talk about. For goodness' sake, because you, know you end saying? up just talking about work. It's I. I just think that, yeah, you, you'd you'd rather be with someone that can like. Well, you can both switch off, can't you? And I yeah. think that um, dating somebody like you know Chris Evans, for example, you know, probably he was the, the highest paid tv star at that time that i think that you know with all that money and that power comes a lot of ego and a lot of shit that you've got to deal with behind closed doors and yeah ain't nobody got time for that an older woman has not got time for your shit mm. right in the way that a younger woman might be you know obviously being younger i mean i say this because i'm in an age gap relationship so there's a lot of things that i might not tolerate in 10 years time but that's more because of like i've grown more and i've you know i mean that then i'm like oh okay i won't stand for that, but. There's certain things I don't know because I'm just my age and I don't know whether that's something. So, probably for someone like Carol, for him, she's yeah. like, she, maybe at home, she's like, no, that's not going to work with me. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, she's, and so that he's even thinking, hold on a minute. I have all this power outside. I come home and you're you know you're 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 you know do you know who i am you know all that stuff
2: <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah, an argu- yeah. you just
0: know in an, an argument he'll just drop that like his heart. do you know who i am so mm-hmm. like, i could buy i could buy 10 of you you know all that, yeah, sort that of kind
1: talk. of talk well so, luckily okay. somebody is coming around the corner for a little love interest chris evans but before that he does have other celebrity romances he's briefly dates kim wilde Oh, she stepped in. <laughs> she okay. stepped in. She stepped in to cover the big breakfast in November ninety-three and he snogged his co-host while they were filming an intro in a zipped up tent.
2: Oh, that would not go down well in twenty twenty-two. Eh? <laughs> no, no. He got away with that thanks to the timing, but that has not aged well.
1: Wow. Uh, he was also briefly linked to Jerry Alliwell, Melanie Sykes, Anna and... And Ampia Turner. Jeez, he just hit
2: all the big hitters from like the 90s. Seriously, is Martine McCutcheon in there as well? <laughs> he just hit all the big names.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, also going through a moment was our heroine, Billy Piper. So she was basically, you know, she was in the industry from a very young age. She was offered a record deal at the age of 15. And in 1998, became the youngest artist ever to debut, number one, with Because We Want To. Classic. Iconic song. Iconic moment. She very much was like the Brexit Britney, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Her first high-profile romance was with boy band star Richie Neville.
0: Yes. never
2: forget Billy and Richie.
0: Richie was gorgeous. Those blue eyes,
2: I mean... What a vibe, And they're both so little. They're both so short. <laughs> it, was, it was like, put a wig on. It was like Ant and but with one of them had long hair.
0: Yeah, so I think little. they had to date in private, didn't they?
2: Seriously. Well, because I just think of him as, like, he always looked like he was wearing lip gloss. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. He always had really shiny lips. He was very pretty. That's the thing. He was a very pretty, mm. pretty boy.
1: Yeah, very pretty.
2: So they were a very high profile
1: teen celebrity couple
2: but unfortunately
1: she weird. got a lot of backlash because of her relationship with Richie Neville and she was
2: booed at the Brits by was it Richie Five yeah was five. Five. people forget what five, five were a big band people forget yeah <laughs> I don't, but some people out there forget that Five was a moment it
0: oh my god
2: everybody one. get up swinging one you know what I'm saying? two yeah
0: yeah yeah and they were yeah.
2: like weird like almost like like these, they wear these weird, like quasi bulletproof vest things oh on stage. Only like three of them would wear it, like the ones that had muscles and didn't mind getting their bodies out. The other ones didn't. They just wore t-shirts. It was really <laughs> weird. They, just, they were such a moment, though. Five and they used the digit five instead of the F, which made no grammatical sense at all. <laughs> yes, they, just, they were. But it was a, it was a, that was our, that was our Britney and Justin. That was our, that's the best we got to it.
0: Yeah, it was our Azda version.
2: Yeah, that's. Right. <laughs> So Billy
1: appeared on TFI Friday in the summer of 2000 and she was apparently really, really nervous um, because she was worried that he was going to mock her for being a pop star. So she'd always she'd already, she was quite nervous because, you know, obviously she's famous but people are kind of taking the piss out for a little bit because she's like a teen pop star and then all the vibe fans hate her because she's going out with the cute one from the band. So she's, she's not as confident as you. You would think she should, but she got on really well with Chris Evans, and she said she always fancied him, and claimed they had a natural affinity.
2: She always fancied him.
1: I mean, it was the nineties.
2: I, yeah, I was around. I didn't <laughs> fancy him. It was, like, me and Billy aren't far off age-wise. I promise you, me and my mates weren't sitting around trying to take turns on fucking Chris Evans, I fancied him. But I think he's crazy. But Chris
1: Evans, I think he coasted on like. And it's like the thing male comedians get away with a lot where it's like, I'm, oh my God, I'm terrible with girls. Oh, I'd love to have a girlfriend. And every single girl in the audience will be like, oh my God, yeah. I actually do fancy you. Yeah. And, and they they're think they're the, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think he coasted on that. So she didn't see him again until December that year when she joined him on his Virgin Breakfast show, where he joked that they should get married and sell the photos to Hello.
2: Was she still with Richie at this point?
1: No, I think they'd broken up. Then he asked her to his Christmas party. She couldn't go, but they swapped numbers and he asked her out. So, where do you think they went on their very first date?
2: Oh, God. Jackie, what do you think? Oh, I'm going to say <sighs> a random pub. Okay. No, I'm going to say they went to that 90s place, that 90s West End bar.
1: Met Gosh. Bar. You say? Yeah, did so think- they go to the Met
2: Bar? Because it's very much a vibe.
1: On their first date, he took the teenager. So remember, he's 34, a media mogul. He took the teenager. The show. Go to the Groucho. <laughs> they went on a bar crawl before ending up at Stringfellow's. Stringfellow's. Oh, wow.
2: That was classy. As you do. <laughs> As do you,
0: you remember, do. Do you remember
1: that was feminism? 19. That was feminism in the late. 90s, it early was. noughties was smoking cigars and going to Stringfellows. So the, it was, there was a 16 year age gap, which apparently was at the. Apparently, Chris did feel a little bit awkward about
2: the gap. Just and, a little bit. <laughs> just a bit.
1: <laughs> and apparently, he told Billy that he wished she was 26 at least. So apparently, then the next day, he turned up at Billy's house with a £100,000. Silver Ferrari, covered in red roses, oh despite, despite the fact that she couldn't drive. Oh my God, that's amazing.
2: That's amazing. Okay, well now I know why she was with him. <laughs> that, would, that would get me as well. Ferrari with a bunch of roses. She couldn't even drive. She's supposed to look at it or get a and chauffeur. And this you do
1: with it? And this is the note that he apparently left for her. I know you don't care about any of this and nor do I, but I had to stop you in your tracks. If you don't want it, sell it and give it to charity. I think you're wonderful. Will you marry me?
2: Oh my god! Wow! Wowzer! My boyfriend could never, because he couldn't afford that. So he actually genuinely could never. <laughs> I, wish, I wish, I wish he would. That's amazing. Is that romantic or was that creepy? Romantic, I say. Yeah? I love that. Yeah, that's like something out the movies. I think it is as well. Hmm. Who doesn't want I that? Mean, yes. I mean yes he's kind of Throwing money at her And trying to impress him With that I suppose I'm sorry Impress her with that a bit But I think it's cute And I think what we have to I think we're losing sight Of this as a culture And we need to remind ourselves We're
1: all creepy Everything's creepy It's just whether you Like the person or not Mm. So if she didn't like him
2: It would have been creepy What are you confessing to? What have you done? Like somebody is creepy or not depending on whether they like you back it's very true it's very true romeo would be a stalker in any other story if he was ugly it's very true (laughs) it's true
1: so going out with chris was like a big moment not only in her romantic life but in her career as well because before this she very much had been just a child star really So when she, after she met Chris, she walked out on her music career, she split from a manager and she fell out with her parents over the relationship when they claimed to be considering selling a story on the New Romance to a newspaper. Her actual parents? So in a way, like as, is it like Chris with, with anybody like, who's like as successful as him or like the same age, he is a bit of a mess but if you know probably to somebody like billy he'd be such a, like a rock and so think of all that she's been through compare you know considering yeah. her other options i mean be- he probably was a, s- a source of
0: stability for her i think mm-hmm. um yeah. you know she took she's talked a lot about how she learned a lot from being with him and And, you know, that's not to discredit her success right now, but probably, you know, seeing him show up as a white man in the entertainment industry, demand what he wants and get it, probably gave her some energy, like, oh, so I can mirror that too then, because she can... Do you know what I mean? He probably gave her some tips or whatever, but I think... You know, being with him, probably 18 years old, you know, she's famous, trying to navigate her life, make sense of who she is outside of being, you know, a teenage pop icon. And, you know, she's falling over, she's stumbling and he's catching her as she falls. I mean, I think... what a visual, Jackie. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's, that's that's essentially, you know, it's like, you know, the fact that they have such a good relationship now is probably a testament to the dynamic of their relationship. Do you yeah. think he was a bit
2: of like a father figure vibe too? Or do you think he percent. was simplistic? or you think he was? Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, I think, but then actually,
0: do you know what? No, I don't actually know. But perhaps a father in the sense of her biological father can't really mm. give her advice on navigating fame because her biological father's not famous. But yeah. he is, and he's an older male. So maybe in a way he was a fatherly figure in that sense because he wasn't trying to take advantage of her, of course. He loved her and looked after her and was like, I can show you and I can guide you. Um, Kind
2: of like a mentor vibe. Yeah. I mean, probably.
0: And you know, it's just a shame who she then went on to marry.
2: Yeah. Well, TBC. We'll get to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So they, you know, they're getting on very well. Five months after their first date, Billy and Chris got married in a secret ceremony in Las Vegas. The bride they're. wore flip flops and a sarong. Chris was in shirt and sunglasses. The ceremony was attended by six guests, including best man Danny Baker.
2: Oh, there was some of the time. Well it, done. It was a real
1: moment. So, Jackie, if you will, imagine it is the springtime of 2001. You get a phone call from Billy saying, Hey, are you free? Come around. Me and Chris are having a, a night in slash out. What do you imagine date night with Chris and Billy would have been like in their pomp?
0: Oh, I'm thinking Foster cans all over the floor.
2: Totally. Having uh, <laughs> f- good beer, Fosters. F- yeah,
0: Fosters and like the and like an empty Foster can being used as like an, an ashtray.
2: ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> definitely and You know the gonna vibes. pick it up and
0: accidentally drink from it it's a thousand growls. percent you know the vibes already like it's definitely that vibe it's i can smell something musky like it's quite musky but like also like a bit of like perfume and sweat yeah mm, mm. um lots of batiste dry shampoo in the air yes 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 baptiste and all that also they'd do it in the garden right yeah. so like their neighbors would always complain cuz it's always yeah. noisy but i get the vibe that like they're like oh no you know fuck a hotel fuck let's yeah. let's let's do it in the garden you know they're real yeah and just and I've, yeah i can imagine that kind of vibe and like loads of like cigarette smoke um, and bare feet.
2: Um, Billy's like wearing like a men's shirt and no bra. And yeah, like the bottoms of her the bottoms of her feet are black. Oh my and god, shoes. Yes. Like a week <laughs> hair's in like a bun, and she yeah, she's yeah. wearing Chris's shirt,
0: and she gets a bit mental when she's drunk, and everyone's Aww. like, "Billy,
2: here she goes," <laughs> you know. That. But they never get in fights. I don't. I don't imagine them getting in a fight. They just get very pissed. No, would you agree? They don't seem like the couple that got in arguments and they got drunk or anything. It wasn't volatile. I don't feel like.
0: No, I don't get that vibe. I, feel, I feel like it was this... He thought knew he was lucky right i can imagine him getting a bit drunk and his mates going you know what you're lucky sod chris like totally yeah and he's like you know what i am mate yeah do you know what i mean like i i get the vibe that he he really liked her as a person right and i think they both liked each other and you know they both it was a friendship i think as Mm -hmm. well as a as a a relationship and i think it was quite clear and i think their parties were off the chain and i can imagine them being the type of couple so like go to posh restaurants and like I don't know, like, play tricks on the waiters or waitresses or order the most expensive thing at the bar or, like, you know, or do, or do something naughty or, I don't know, like, yeah. go and have sex in the toilet and, like, come back. or Do you know what I mean? And do, Like, in the poshest places totally. and see if they get caught. Like, they strike me as that kind of couple that would just, like, just a bit of fun.
2: I think that's all they were was fun, which I think is why it probably couldn't sustain because mm. I don't think they ever got down to discussing like mortgages and bills and who's doing the washing up. And sh- you know what I mean? That was not a part of their life. It was just pure like taking advantage of having money and fame and just going mental and just partying and vacationing. They were always in, like you said, we always just always photos of them like coming out from, coming back from a night out or on a holiday summer with a drink in hand. They just never seemed to they weren't just like having nights in, watching a movie and going yeah. to bed and talking. To, you know what I mean? Everything was like, they were just. I'm not sure I, I can't imagine they were completely sober that that often. <laughs> right. Not in a bad, not, not in like a dangerous way. I just mean in kind of a fun way. There was, it was like that week between Christmas and New Year's. It was like yes. that all the time. Oh,
0: <laughs> was that, yes. that was constant. That whirlwind, whirlwind romance, which is so exciting. Yeah. And you know, you snug all day. You probably like have sex 10 times a day, whatever. But then, you know, it's almost like perhaps maybe for them it was like there was no reality in it, right? so yeah. it's, There was no sense of who's doing the dishes and look, the bins full. Who do you know what I mean? It was more just living in this kind of.
2: And if the bin is full, you just leave the house and go stay in a hotel. And <laughs> yeah, it was that exactly, kind of
0: thing. exactly. And it's that. And the thing is, I've been it in sounds so great. Of, yeah, I've been in kind of <laughs> situationships. I wouldn't even call them relationships that I like that. They're so fun. They're so thrilling and things like that, but
1: they're not real. I remember so well, during this period, I was like at home and I was watching, wouldn't it like this morning or some BBC afternoon show Mm -hmm. and Billy Piper was being interviewed and I'll never forget it. She was walking through like this market stall and they're chatting to her and I remember going, oh my God, she's hungover. And it just, it really stuck in my mind. It was the first time I recognised like somebody on the television was hungover.
0: That's amazing. I will
1: never forget it. She was so obviously and it was so jarring And it was like you know quarter past 11 or something and i was just like that is definitely a grown-up well you know a person on television dying
2: because am i right in saying almost that at this time this because i mean how long were they together in total are we married well, for five months so
1: they're about to go basically on an 18 month holiday together
2: okay so we're talking in total about two years about two years yeah what was her career like during that time? Like, was she doing a lot? No, She so, couldn't have been if she was just away. So I feel like she was just... Her whole life was just partying with Chris Evans.
1: So basically, after they got married, they went on an
2: 18-month round-the-world oh, holiday. I mean, Same. I could do that and be in love the whole <laughs> <That's> time. time? <laughs> what, what, what is there to argue about? You're on holiday. Well, so they
1: had... They finally settled at Chris's Surrey home. But like all holidays, they do eventually have to come to an end. What sort of started to cause problems was Billy. Of course, she'd moved away from being a pop star, but she was beginning to explore a new career as an mm-hmm. actor. So she was starting to get cast in plays, she was taking it more seriously. And apparently, that caused huge problems in the relationship. Really?
2: The couple were. Why did he not like
1: it? I because well, he, he, this is not, that's not what the relationship was. The relationship was sort of like he, you know, it was during sort of transition time for him where he left, he'd already left TFI Friday and he was the Radio One host. And then it was the whole problem with him in Radio 1 and then he left the the station and he was going on this big sort of like gap year from his career and she was sort of going along with him on this gap year. But she's still young. She really wants to have her own career and establish herself. And that's not the relationship that he, you know, thought they had. She wanted to establish her her own identity.
2: And surely it must, is one thing we haven't touched on after all this time is like, what a tabloid spectacle these two were, which must have begun to take its yeah. toll in the end, because it's hard to explain quite, like, this was front-page tabloids, I mean, and all the magazines. This was huge for UK tabloid. I, I think this must have paid for The Sun's publishing <laughs> costs for, like, the entire year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? it was every single day. It was like, billion mean, people just could not get enough of it. And I can't tell if it was just... Was it just the age gap? I feel like it was just the age gap difference.
0: I think it was just the age. I think it was the the age difference. I think even the uproar there was when Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas got together, Mm. that was massive. And that's even older. That's 25 years. Yeah. So
1: I think Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones got away with it more because the minute Catherine Zeta-Jones got together with Michael Douglas, she started dressing like... She was a six year old socialite. She did, you're right. <laughs> she really changed how she dressed, and Billy
2: yeah. always. She she always dressed yeah. like. Billy looks 19.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Billy looked very 19. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Yeah, the age gap was a huge, huge, especially because she was so. Because she was 19. I mean, the minute you have teen in your name is yeah. the, your age as well, just yeah. makes such a But big it's, difference. it's interesting because I think
0: the age gap conversation is really interesting because I think, you know, there's lots of discussion around, like, it's when you're 25 or something that your vortex, something in your brain. Yeah. That your brain stops, But then it's yeah. like, are we taking agency from these 18-year-olds who are making, who are yeah. very capable of making these decisions? I don't, you know, Billy Piper would definitely not say that she was coerced at all. So it's kind of no. interesting how... And you know what, maybe she was like, do you know what, this isn't going to last, but I'm going to have the time of my life. Do you know what I mean? She yeah. she she could yeah, have been like, I, actually, I agree. oh, what, I can do this and this, uh, you know, because also I think being a woman who is successful, it'd probably be hard to find a guy her age who is, you know, at that level financially, right? Who can deal with that mm. fame and then and then the finances that come with that. So maybe for her being with Chris was like, do you know what let's have some fun i can learn i can you know travel the world he gets me he gets the life i don't have to i don't have to worry about dating people and concern that they're dating me to that for them to become famous he was as famous as he yeah. could be so in a way he's not threatened yeah. by her anything, and i think sometimes you know that's I
2: mean? the best kind of dynamics and to be honest thinking about it as well i think another reason why they made such a big deal is Let's be blunt, because of the way Chris Evans looks. Yeah, he's not- <laughs> a big part of it. I think if he was... If it was Ryan Gosling, you know, dating yeah. someone 19, we'd, it wouldn't be... I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. It's because it was this bespeckled, ginger, not known as being good-looking, geeky guy who got this super hot young pop star. I think looks was actually a massive part of it as well. If he'd been hot... Yeah, I don't think it would be as huge of an it's issue.
0: It's like, um, it's like, how does Pete Davidson get all these like gorgeous women? You know, like he could just have a wicked personality. And and to be honest, we've all dated people we've got who ain't really that good looking, but they got good chat.
1: Mm-hmm. So apparently, a disenchanted Chris was becoming uncomfortable with fame and life in the spotlight, and the rift over his lack of support of her new acting career was said to be a huge factor in the breakup. The couple finally ended their marriage in two thousand and four. So, Jackie, why, why why do you think it couldn't last? You know, they had so they were so similar. They both came from sort of like similar sort of unstable. Family structures, about really ambitious, but in different areas. But the marriage, you know, was such a short, brief comment. I feel that
0: maybe Chris represented a time in Billy's life, right? Of like mm. growing out of being this kind of teen pop star and becoming this mature woman who would then go on to Doctor Who. So maybe in a way, you know, how, you know, we talk about how some people in your life are seasonal. Maybe oh, yeah. Chris, Chris was, we talked about Chris being her uni, right? You have to finish uni after three years. So no, maybe good. that was what it was. It was like, oh, these are the skills I need. To really branch out into like, you know, becoming an actor or dealing with these negotiations or dealing with life that she'd kind of, yeah, completed the university of Chris and felt that maybe she needed to be on her own and actually try and understand who Billy really is outside of being in a relationship with Chris, outside of being this pop star, because I think that when you're in a couple like that... So much of your identity is tied to who you're with. So maybe for her, it was like stepping out of that to really truly understand who she is. Yeah, maybe that's what she wanted to figure out who Billy really is. And I-
2: So maybe it's less sort of the age gap and more like the age she was- when she got with him. Totally. Because 18 is, is so in... young. Yeah. Like,
0: oh my God. And then you're with an older man on top of that. Because like... you
2: mentioned that you're in an age gap I relationship. I am. Yes. But, oh, yes, she is. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> but... <laughs> but, but how old were you when you met, if you don't mind me out, how old were you when you met your, is it boyfriend, husband?
0: Yes. my, my uh,
2: yes, 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 yes. My,
0: my partner. Yeah. So I met him when I was 26. Okay. So... I was old enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't, but to be honest, I'm not one to talk really because I've sort of, bar my ex and the one before that, I have tended to be with men that are a bit older, obviously not as old old as my partner now, but at least 10 years, 13 years, 14 years older. But I think that's more. Really? Yeah. But I think that's more because I'm really sure of myself and I don't have time for BS. So. tell them, Jackie. Yes. It's a bit like, I want to discuss, like, dreams, desires, goals. Let's make shit happen. Let's do this. And, like, the guys I was with who are my age were all, like, I just felt a bit like a. I was sort of helping them build their life. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute. But then maturity, no, age doesn't necessarily mean maturity. So there's also that. So there are some men who are literally 40 who are basically might as well be 19. But um, I also interrogated my own ideas on, like, you know, why do I think I tend to gravitate towards older men? To make yeah. sure that it was coming from a place of I'm not looking for a crutch or a fatherly figure. That's what
2: I was going to ask. Yes. You must have gotten that because your age gap is much, yours is 30, yeah. You know, right? Yeah. That? yeah. So it's much bigger. So you must have had a lot of people like Billy did, but more so, obviously, being yeah. like, oh, this is just yours. What are you trying to replace? And you know what I mean? That oh my kind God. Of thing. Uh, so-
0: totally. And it's like, oh, were you. You know, you are looking for a father figure or whatever, and it's like not really because I've got a dad and I talk to him a lot. It's just yeah, (laughs) I've got a father. Yeah, (laughs) and like you know, it's this, and it's funny because when older men date younger women, it's never it's they're seen as trophies, right? It's they're never shamed in the way a woman is shamed. Oh, you know, you're a gold digger. You're a what? You know, whereas for men, it's like, oh, you're so lucky. Oh my gosh, you still got it. You know, it's such a different, such a different thing. But I suppose in in, in Billy's case. He strikes me as someone who was a giver.
2: Okay. Well right? yeah, the Ferrari and all yeah. Of those. Yeah, and I <laughs> feel like
0: that. And I feel like that's exciting when you're 18, but as you get older, you think that's a waste of money. Yeah. And like, oh, that do you know what I mean? It's just a bit like, oh, and I can't even drive, so why would you do do you know what I mean? It's then your eyes just start clearing and like things are just not that cute anymore. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. So. I can imagine that must be a way of like an older guy sort of like, him, like trying to sort of court a younger woman. Oh, I know. You know, she'll be, I'll take her to a fancy restaurant. She, yeah. knew, she won't even know what that is. Yeah. Did you experience that? Or is that how you knew this guy was for real? That like he was treating you not like that? He was just taking you to normal places?
0: My, yeah, my partner's really chill. And like, that stuff just doesn't work with me. Because I'm interested in your character, not in the assets that you have. That's, that's, sure. that's okay. just, you know what I mean? But also, I think- don't, don't be broke. But you know.
2: Think... <laughs> let's let's be real. Don't be proud. But I mean also, you may supposed to pay for your own dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like
0: yeah, I'm not for your money, but like don't be poor. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. You're going to pay my rent, but you able to pay your own rent. Yeah, exactly. It's like oh. <laughs> I
1: think Chris Evans was just really wanting to make sure that, like, no matter what Carol McGiffin said to her, that. <laughs> She still would like him. I think that.
2: Yeah,
1: that was what's behind.
2: So I wonder if they've met up since Carol and Billy. She must have been a loose woman. She uh, must have been a loose woman. Oh, totally. They must have had a little matter backstage about him. Uh. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Go on. So. Uh, they break up, but they speak very well of each
1: other they and they really still are do. really good friends. So she she gave a recent podcast um, interview about this and she said, I think people did find it strange. And on some level, I found it strange as well. Like everybody was waiting for something awful to happen, but it sort of remained respectful. I mean, we don't see each other a great amount anymore but I've got really fond memories and a lot of love and warmth there. It was a really important time in my life It sort of inspired me to walk away and I think a lot of that came from this healing period with Chris where he taught me to pursue myself and what I wanted to do mm. and he protected me from people who are older and wanted or had different intentions and different agendas.
2: Right. So much like Jackie said, really, he just kind of taught her the way of the world. And once she's learned it, she was like, oh, well, I'll go off and do it on my own then. Yeah, it's
0: like, well, their relationship parted, but they, she left better off, right? Because yeah. when she yeah. went in, you know, she was trying to kind of heal herself by having a normal life. So I think that, yeah, it it was just yeah it was like a, a nice stepping stone relationship that i think you know they but yeah they both look on fondly and you know she refused to take any of his money in the divorce right so yeah did that's, yeah so that's a testament to
2: yeah definitely what he
0: did money cannot buy right because she could have been somebody Ooh. that was caught up in you know all these nasty men trying to take advantage of vulnerable women she, that you know she could have been part of that and yeah he, he probably helped her
2: like you know work out contracts better and shit like that and be like yeah don't take that but that's rubbish don't do that a thousand percent that that kind of thing you know yeah and
0: maybe like if someone you know a producer's like oh i'd have to have a meeting with you at night and he's like you're not going or i'm going or you know what i mean that's not a
2: meeting they're not meeting you (laughs) that's That's not a business that's it and like yeah yeah definitely
0: and you know you look at her now and you know she's executive producing shows and, and actually starring in them as well you know she probably learned a lot Business-wise, of course, she's, you know, very business-minded, but also it's a lot from him. It's very Star
2: is born, but without him dying at the end. But yeah. it's very that, you know, it's very the yeah. older guy coming in and teaching her things and kind of yeah. quick and fast.
1: So afterwards, relationship-wise, Chris married a professional golfer, part-time model and columnist, Natasha Shishmanian. They met at a All-Star Cup celebrity tournament. They got married. They now have five children.
2: Five. Oh, Five. Oh, I didn't really that many. Five. <laughs> wow. That's What's Alec back?
1: Baldwin number of children. That's that crazy. It literally is. Piper married a little known
2: actor, Lawrence Fox. Let's just not get into that. In 2007. <laughs> uh, oh God. That's a whole other podcast. If we have them as one of these. Couples, oh, my. I don't know if I can do God.
1: it. God. <laughs> uh, they split after eight years of marriage. Then she began dating Tribes frontman, Johnny Lloyd. And they have a daughter who was born in January 2019. And her and Chris are friends to this day. Oh, I love it. So even though they ended on good terms, Jackie, we all know in every split, there is a winner, then there has to be a loser. So it's a binary choice. (laughs) In the split between Billy Piper and Chris Evans, who do you think thrived and who simply survived? I'm going to say
0: Billy thrived and Chris survived. Yeah. I think that people thought that, you know, it was the beginning of an end, right? When she got with him Mm -hmm. and their relationship was seen as reckless, et cetera, et cetera. And she has gone on to do fantastically well by Lawrence Fox, but career wise, she's up there with, you know, one of the legends. And um, I think that... You know, she's been able to stay current, relevant, even after not being with him. I don't even think he's that relevant anymore himself, to be no, honest. No, I don't think he is
2: at all. He I, does a radio show. That's yeah, it.
0: so I think, and also, I'm just here for a woman thriving, continuing to thrive after a public relationship. You know, a, a relationship that seemed to define her for a long time. I'm so, such
2: a tabloid heavy, right? One as
0: well. Yeah, so I'm happy to see, you know, her still still thriving and still smashing it, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, Billy Piper's not was not just, you know, Chris's young wife. She's a businesswoman. She's an actor. She's a mother and she's still on our screen. So she's a she's she's a thriver.
2: And even post Lawrence Fox, she didn't really get tarnished with that yeah. brush very much, you know? Yeah. Oftentimes when an ex or a guy does something Wrong to has a simple word for it, or something the public isn't agreed with. People's oh, how was his ex-wife? But we should ask his mm-hmm. ex about that. And she was, ma- you know, and that didn't really seem to happen. Everyone just kind of left Billy alone, I which is quite th- rare. She kind of, yeah, she's really good. She must have been like, don't try me, don't even come for me. <laughs> That's nothing to do with me. He wasn't like that when I was with him, or oh well, whatever. Gosh. You know. So yeah, yeah. Does, I think her si- well.
0: silence says it all.
2: I think she's just quite well liked as well. She yeah. Shows yeah. that even the tabloid press, everyone just kind of likes her. People people want good things for her. And yeah. when you think of
1: where she started from, like a teen pop star who's booed because she was dating Neville from five. <laughs> literally,
2: Neville, literally. <laughs> where is that? Where is that guy? <laughs> but like she's gone
1: from that to being like a national treasure. Like people really respect her. People and pe- like her. People like her. They root for her. Jackie, before we let you go, mm. there is one question that we ask all our guests. Yes.
2: Yes, we have one question to everyone. Unless you have anything more to add about Billy and Chris? or there anything special you wanted to get out there? Or do you think we've covered everything?
0: No, I'm just going to say I love her.
2: Okay, just, just, just the one <laughs> that I love. Yeah. Yeah. This is a pro-Billy podcast. Yeah, we'll that Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, there is another girl out there that we also love. And I'm sure you do as well. We're trying to find someone that matches her level Mm. because she's unbelievably single. Um, As we always say, we don't think she needs to have a partner. We just think she deserves a loving partner. But can you think of anyone who's up there who can be with Cher?
0: Oh.
2: (laughs) You know what? Go with your gut, Jackie. Go with your gut. You have to go go with with your gut. gut
1: it's um, always you have to follow that whatever that little that name you're like that's crazy that's the word you have to follow that that's that's a line. great spirit coming through you telling you okay sure needs to be with uh,
0: bruno mars, bruno mars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's so little i love it she was bouncing, bouncing around but i think that's what like share would like like yeah. i feel like he's got sh- a lot of energy you know what what's his name Um, Sonny was a little short dude who could dance (laughs) yeah see yeah you know what I'm saying he's
0: got the looks he's got the vibe he's very very cute I can imagine them on the red carpet and he's like him just like don't take pictures of me this is the queen like I can imagine him being like a proper hype woman for sure new,
2: that new music group he's doing where he's dressing all 70s silk in. sonic silk yeah. sonic yeah that would work perfect for her a thousand percent have her guest on one of their songs oh my god this is gonna oh be my great. gosh yeah like <laughs> that is a good one I could see them in matching outfits i totally.
1: see them in like a matching outfits, yeah. sequin flares yeah and i yeah and i also
0: feel like that would then like start the next trend of like dating like short men Yes,
2: short kings.
0: Yeah, because I think that, yeah, there's like Zendaya and Tom Holland, but I feel like that's just quite basic. Like we need a bit of edge, Mm. we need some edge, and I feel like that. Yeah, that's given like an uncut jams. It
2: is given an edge. edge <laughs> yes, driving, so. it is. Come through, Bruno. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, any, let's mention, any reference to Julia together. Fox is incredibly well well received on this podcast. <laughs> honestly, obsessed.
0: Honestly, obsessed with her. Literally I did it myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. Where can our listeners find more of you? Thank you for having me. So
0: you can follow me on Instagram at oh my gosh, it's Jackie. And you can also read my columns, uh themetro.co.uk right. yes. forward slash Jackie Edstagey. So let me spell A-D-E-D-E-J-I. But you can mostly find me on Instagram, slide into my DMs. Do it. And I have a brand new podcast with the Metro called The Smut Drop. So, what's that that about? It's about sex, relationships, and dating. So, talking to celebrities about, (gasps) yeah. So, you know, we just spoke to Cheryl Hole. So,
1: yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jackie. We did it. We did it, Jackie. We did
2: it. (laughs) The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We
1: want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod@gmail.com
2: at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and or on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until
1: the next time,
2: goodbye! Goodbye! The, the way, way they, they were. were.
1: 18 plus.